are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, October 7th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, etc. If you go and follow right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. All right, good morning, everyone. Thank you for making Lockdown Blackhawks your first listen here this morning. Happy Thursday. We are now less than a week away from the Blackhawks' season opener against the Colorado Avalanche, just six days away, ladies and gentlemen. And with the regular season right around the corner, on the episode today, I'll talk about the latest roster moves that the Blackhawks made yesterday and whether or not Brett Connolly cleared waivers, although I think most of you already know the answer to that one. Um, I'll also talk about some updates that we have on a couple of Blackhawks defensemen that missed practice yesterday as well. And then I'll wrap things up by announcing the number six prospect on my top 10 prospects list. So plenty of good stuff coming here once again this morning. And to start off the show today, I guess I can start with uh, the latest updates that we have on the couple of Blackhawks defensemen that, as I said, missed practice yesterday. First one, though. No surprise, Wyatt Kalanuck wasn't on the ice as during Tuesday's session he suffered a right ankle injury during a team scrimmage and then was deemed week to week by head coach Jeremy Colleton. But now we have an even uh an even more accurate timeline for Kalanuck's injury as um the Blackhawks announced yesterday that Kalanuck will officially miss two to four weeks with a right ankle sprain, meaning he will not be ready to go for that season opener against the Avs next Wednesday. And he's also in jeopardy of missing roughly between four to ten games to open up the year. So hoping for a speedy recovery out of Kalanuck. Hopefully it'll be closer to that two-week mark for him because uh, that's, that's a tough break for this kid. He was going to be in the lineup come opening night, I really do believe. Obviously, he made a huge impact down the stretch of last season. He had been good so far during camp in the preseason. Uh, so, a little bit of a tough break for him there, but at the same time, he's he's fortunate to uh, not be in jeopardy to miss any real serious time this fall in what is going to be a, a very crucial year for him on the back end. But with Kalanuk now out for at least two weeks and potentially more, uh, as I talked about on yesterday's episode, that could potentially open up the door for a guy like Jakob Galvis to now make the team. And it also seemingly bumps up both Riley Stillman and Caleb Jones in the depth chart. But Caleb Jones actually was the second Blackhawks defenseman to miss practice yesterday along with Wyatt Kalanuck. And originally, I thought that Caleb had been swapped. I was like, what is going on here? I thought he had been swapped into the second group because Ian Mitchell was the guy who was skating up with the NHLers. 
on Wednesday. And I'll have a, a little bit more on that in just a moment and how it could make sense for Mitchell to start getting some more reps with that first group. Um, but even then, you know, I did find it all a little bit surprising knowing that um, if Caleb and also Riley Stillman, uh, both of them would have to go through waivers in order to be sent down to Rockford. So it, it was a little weird knowing um, that, that Caleb potentially had been swapped into group two. But then after the first group finished up, Colleton came out and announced that Caleb was absent from practice today with some left wrist soreness. Um, nothing too serious. The team didn't seem like they were too worried about it or anything, but uh, is still something worth monitoring with, as I said, just six days until that season opener against Colorado. But that definitely makes a lot more sense as to why Caleb wasn't out there with the NHL with the NHL group because so far in the preseason, he's been really good back there. Definitely better than his brother so far. And arguably... Um, he might have, uh, he, he maybe has been the Blackhawks best defenseman so far. So, um, yeah. Uh, and again, Caleb would have to go through waivers to be sent down to the AHL. Something to keep in mind. I don't see that happening. So he seems to be a lock in my mind to make the roster heading into the season. But one thing also worth noting with Kalanuk out is that the Blackhawks are now a guy short on the right side. Remember, even though Kalanuk is left-handed, it seems like he either uh, prefers to play on his offside or that's at least where Jeremy Colleton wants him to play because that's where Kalanuk was for the most part last season and that's where he's remained so far throughout training camp. So, with Kalanuk now out, that leaves just Seth Jones and Connor Murphy as the right-handed defenseman on the roster. Jake McCabe, Calvin DeHaan, Caleb Jones, Riley Stillman, and Jakob Galvis are all lefties. So we'll see if Colleton has one of those five start playing their offside here any day now, or if he could continue to give Ian Mitchell looks with the NHL group because of his ability to play the right side. Something to... Definitely keep an eye on here through the final days of Blackhawks training camp. All right, there are a couple of updates on defenseman Caleb Jones and Wyatt Kalanuk. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to talk about the latest roster moves that the Blackhawks made on Wednesday afternoon. But first, I need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball is got the postseason going right now. Football season is heading into week five. UFC also has some incredible fights coming up in the next month or so. And for any sport you want to gamble on, you can get the latest odds, info, and news with betonline.ag. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And it's the best way to place your bets and free to sign up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head on over to the website or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKDOWN. That's one word in all caps to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
I also need to talk to you all about GetUpside. Blackhawks fans, I have the most incredible app for everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. Right now, you can be making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time you fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Then use the promo code HOCKEY in all caps and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. So don't pay the full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code HOCKEY to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are already making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or through an e-card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code HOCKEY in all caps to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Welcome back to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Getting into segment two now, I wanted to be sure to also get into all the latest roster cuts that the Blackhawks made on Wednesday afternoon. Also, after being placed on waivers yesterday, to no surprise, forward Brett Connolly did officially clear no one was going to pay him that $3.5 million over the next two seasons. So, Connolly is now officially bound for Rockford, which will save the Blackhawks roughly over $1 million in terms of salary cap. But joining Connolly, who, as I said, is heading to Rockford, along with Connolly are eight other players, five forwards and three defensemen. The forwards are Andre Altibarmakian, Jakob Poor, Josiah Slavin, Michael Tepley, and most importantly, 2020 first round pick Lucas Reichel. Yes, Reichel now officially will be heading to the AHL for the start of the regular season, but this news, Blackhawks fans, should not be discouraging in the slightest because it's obvious that Reichel has the skill set to be an NHL right now. Unfortunately, though, the Blackhawks simply don't have the room for him at the moment with all of the non waiver exempt players that are on the bubble as well. So, it simply came down to a numbers thing for Reichel. He had a phenomenal showing in his first training camp. He was great during that prospect showcase up in Minnesota. Uh, when given an opportunity during the games, I know he didn't do that much. Do uh, he didn't do all that much? Um, but for being 19 years old, I thought his pace was really good, and he was able to keep up and hang in there, and made some skill plays and displayed uh, why he was a first round pick not all that long ago. Um, and as I said, don't forget, this kid is only 19 years old. He's already ahead of the curve in terms of his overall progression. If you go back to draft night when the Blackhawks selected Lucas Reichel, he said he had two years to go before he was going to be NHL ready. Well, it only took him one year in the DEL to come over to North America, and then in his first training camp with the Blackhawks, he nearly made the roster. Like, had there been more waiver-exempt players on the bubble, Lucas Reichel probably could have made this team. Uh, so, And also, I really do think that the best thing for him right now would be to play down in Rockford for a little bit. Just getting a grasp on the professional game and 
the lifestyle it takes to be successful over here. I know he has some experience with that over in Germany already. As I said, he's played a couple years in the DEL and helped them win a championship last year. That experience will help. But doing it over in North America, there's a reason why the NHL and the DEL are two completely different leagues. DEL isn't even close to being on that level. Um, so to to start him in Rockford, it'll be good to get him ready to be a pro down there, see what he still needs to work on in his game. And there's just, there's absolutely no rush for this kid. There doesn't have to be like a, a set date or anything of, when he needs to be in the NHL. And going back to the last top prospect that the Blackhawks had, I still think they kind of rushed Adam Boquist along faster than they should have. And I hope they learn from that experience, and I hope they don't make the same mistakes here with another first-round pick in Lucas Reichel. The three defensemen that were sent down yesterday, no surprises among any of them. The three defensemen were Louis Crevier, Michael Crudel, and Isaac Phillips. And that now leaves the Blackhawks training camp roster at just 36 players, folks. Aside from the NHL group, um, not many guys still floating around. Uh, Evan Barrett and Colton Dock are still there. Um, same with Dmitry Osipov, who's one of the most intriguing training camp storylines right now as he's in the midst of a journey from switching to a forward from a defenseman. And uh, Scott Powers of The Athletic had a great article about Asipov come out either yesterday or on Tuesday where he talked about how the Blackhawks love his size being as he's six foot four, two 240 pounds. But now they're just trying their hardest to find a way to utilize that. And with there already being a bunch of blue liners expect expecting to... Um, come through the system the next couple of years, especially some bigger guys now, like Nolan Allen, the first-round pick in this past year's draft. Also, Alex Vlasic should be arriving uh, maybe as early as next year. There there just didn't seem to be a whole lot of room for Asipov at defenseman. But now, at forward, the Blackhawks don't really have anyone like him, aside from Jujar Kara. And they've been giving Asipov plenty of game reps at forward so far in the preseason. So, uh, also interesting here to see that he wasn't among the roster cuts yesterday. And then on defense, Nolan Allen is still here along with Nicholas Bodan and Ian Mitchell. And I'll actually be down there at Fifth Third Arena again for practice this morning, ladies and gentlemen. So, I'll be sure to keep all of you updated about, uh, out of these 36 players, which ones are in the nine game group, which will be the first group skating this morning, and then who is in the game group in the afternoon session for when the Blackhawks take on the Minnesota Wild later tonight. Alright, that takes care of all the Blackhawks roster cuts from Wednesday afternoon. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to reveal the number six prospect in my Blackhawks top ten prospects list. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even as much as 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership? 
Chain stores and car dealerships have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. But RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're always reliably low. The RockAuto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and you can even choose the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts that you'll ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Now, for segment three today, before I wrap things up, it's time to unveil the number six prospect on my Blackhawks top ten prospects list. Quick recap first. At number ten, I had forward Landon Slager. At number nine was defenseman Wyatt Kaiser. Number eight was 2019 second-round pick Alex Vlasic. Yesterday on the show, at number seven, I had forward Evan Barrett. And at number six here today, ladies and gentlemen, surprise, surprise, I actually have two players who are tied together at number six because I I simply can't tell who has the higher upside at the moment. Both are forwards and both have actually had their NHL careers tied together for the most part so far. So I think it's only fitting that both Mackenzie Entwistle and Mike Hardman come in at number six on my top 10 prospects list. And if you remember back to last season, they both got the primary assist on each other's first NHL tallies, showing some great chemistry down there on the fourth line. And so far during training camp, both of them have been the clear-cut standouts in the bottom six. And as I talked about with Lucas Reichel earlier, if the Blackhawks had some more waiver-exempt players on the bubble, then I also certainly think that both Entwistle and Hardman would be on the opening night roster. They've done enough so far through training camp. Unfortunately, that's not the case that the Blackhawks have in front of them right now. But even if they do start out in the AHL, I can't imagine either one of them will be there for very long considering how good they have looked so far this fall. I mean, starting with Entwistle, he's been incredible as of late with three goals in the last two games He's got some good size to him along with good speed. He can be used as a penalty killer. He's physical. There's a ton to like there with Mackenzie Entwistle. But with Mike Hardman, he provides a lot of the same things. He's probably a little bit bigger and more lean than Entwistle is at this point, while maybe not as quick on his skates as Entwistle is. But I think Hardman actually is the one with the higher offensive upside of the two because Let me tell you, folks, when you watch this big man shoot the puck in person, it is a sight to be seen. Like, he might have the hardest wrist shot on the Blackhawks. He uses every bit of his size, puts everything he has into his shot. He has an absolute cannon. And I think his offensive game in the future really could surprise a lot of people. I don't know if he's going to have the best playmaking ability, but if he can be a consistent goal scorer in a bottom six role while also providing some physicality and who knows, maybe he can um, 
grow into a penalty-killing role as well in the future, that could be a huge weapon for this Blackhawks team going forward. And this this isn't to say that Entwistle doesn't have any offensive upside. He does. I mean, he, he showed us that he has that in his bag during the preseason so far. I just think his game fits more of a true, grindy, two-way game down there on the fourth line. And also, he plays center while Hardman plays wing. Um, but again, that role also is needed for each and every team. So both of these guys, I really do think, are pretty certain to have NHL futures with the Blackhawks, even if they might not have the highest of upsides. And that's why they both come in at number six on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Thursday, October 7th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day by simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, go Hawks! Let's pick up a W tonight against Minnesota. And thanks again for listening to Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.